Yo, 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 it's your boy, Pastor Ron, and welcome to Game Day Gospel. What's today? Nick's Tate Thursday. Hope everybody's doing well. Um, hope everybody's doing good. I'm still recovering, so if you hear, like, uh, hard breathing on the mic pause, it's because <laughs> one of my nostrils is still clogged, so bear with me. Hopefully, I can finally... Yo, I've been sick since last year, literally, because I remember New Year's Eve, I was in church, and I was trying to, like, preach, whatever, and I had no voice. So I've literally been sick the entire 2024, fam. Whatever this COVID, RSVP, whatever type of malady this is, bro, it sucks and it's not going away. So um, pray for your boy, man. But outside, I hope everybody's doing well. Hope everybody's doing good. Um, yeah, man, today's, today's the day to talk about the NBA. A lot going on in the NBA. Uh, this week has been dominated by um, the NFL with a lot of coaches, Bill Belichick, Sabin, Pete Carroll, Mike Vrabel, a lot of coaches being let go. But today is the day we talk about the NBA. Listen, listen, listen. All you guys who are tweeting and sharing memes and whatnot, talk about how good the Knicks are playing with um, OG and OB, blah, 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 how, you know, he's like a, a plus 85 in the five games he's been, blah, 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 blah. Guys, listen, 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 listen. I need to calm down. He is, <laughs> guys, 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 we need to calm down. We we need to relax. We need to, to understand that the Knicks are not any closer than they have been than when they had, um, had rj barrett you know speaking of rj barrett and them guys um yo did y'all read the um emmanuel quickly uh player trip player tribune john like the goodbye to the knicks nah bro could not could not watch could not read it i got to the first couple of um the first couple of lines and it messed me up man it messed me up because uh you don't want to see those guys. Listen, I, I don't want to see those guys gone, man. I don't want to see those guys. Um, man, man, it 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 it, it was it's bad, bro. It's a bad John. Yeah, the John, the, the the first damn the first um uh at the opening like little picture of him walking away out the garden. With, um, I think that's World Wide West behind him, man. It's tough. Man said, yo, Peep, he said, listen, dear New York, I have to be honest. I don't really know what to say. I've been in New York for three years. How do you sum up what the what the time really means with a fan base that's given you everything, that's made you the person and the player that you are? I don't think there's anything I could to, I could say to ever do that justice. But I just want to try to sit down and write something from the heart for you guys. So here it goes. Bro. Bro. Yo, that's crazy. This, like, just to hear that. Hear that. Like, yo, he's like, I'm really leaving. I finally got on the phone with Raymond. And he, he's like, sounds like it's about to go through now. Next thing I know, my phone is lighting up. I'm getting all these text calls. I had to put it on Do Not Disturb. Then I see the Wolves bomb. I see the Shams tweet. I immediately called Johnny Bryan. He's somebody that was basically my brother while I was with the Knicks. Somebody that I talked to about anything, my, my, my relationship with God, church, my family, anything. I will go to Johnny. So I called him. He was like, you know what it takes? You're built for this. 
Obviously, it's a business, but you have a formula to be successful. Told me to lean on God and the work ethic that got me here. Bro, that's crazy, bro. He found out through through Twitter pretty much that he has been trade like dang. And it's just the fact that um it meant so much to him. The, re- the reason why this trade um I mean two reasons why the trade this trade sucks because obviously it kills our offense and it makes our team weaker. And secondly, um these are two homegrown guys, man. Like I just hate the fact that we can we cannot draft well. We cannot have our own players. Like, this is not a sustainable model where you sit here and you just don't draft well and you lean on a bunch of free agents. All the dynasties that we admire, all the teams that we're sitting here trying to emulate, the 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 Bucks, the Celtics, the um the Warriors, they drafted well. You have you have a couple of anomalies where you could have um a, 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 a one-year success like the Lakers have been when they had the, the, the win in the bubble. You you have those examples where teams were able to um, win once, but in terms of building a dynasty, you, you have to draft well. You have to use some of your own players. Then you add free agents. Then you add the superstar. But you need to have one of your own players to help just understand the culture and allow it to, to go. So for us to sit here and trade IQ and trade RJ to Toronto, and they're actually doing well. Um, they're actually doing well since since the trade. They're actually doing well um, without um, in the past few games as well. But I think it, it just messes me up, man, to see that we cannot draft players. Look at look at my guy. Look at my guy, um, RJ. You know, 37 points against the Warriors, 13 for 20 shots. When did he get 20 shots? 23 points against the the Lakers in 35 minutes, right? He had 10 for 13 in shooting, 10 rebounds, 5 assists, right? If you go to, if you go to the Knicks, he had one game against the Magic 37 points, Thunder 30 so 37 minutes, Thunder 30 minutes, Bucks 28 minutes, 14 shots, 14 shots, 17 shots. Here he's getting 20 shots consistently getting the ball in his hand that's the guy like when we sat here and talked about how he's not a good player it's we have to also understand the situation that he's in he's it's not a a, a, a team that's conducive for his skills do you realize in his six games with the raptors he's played 33 minutes a game averaged 21.8 points a game shooting 59 percent including 54 percent from three also seven rebounds and four assists a game you realize that, right? Okay. 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 Where he actually has a, 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 a team where he has the ball in his hand. It's not three left-handed players. It's actually spaced out to see how good he's doing. But I, I digress. I digress. All you guys that want to sit here and say, oh, and share these numbers about how this trade made the Knicks a better team, you guys are idiots, bro. Yeah. Yes, listen, and it's not to say I'm rooting against them. It's not to say they're not balling. But I'm also saying, guys, let's let's. The, I'm a, I'm a true believer in the eye test, and that team does not scare anyone. That team does not scare anyone. So all this, the Knicks are a better team. They're a top three team in the East. With o, OG and Anunoby is not 
a game changer, guys. Guys, let's let's calm down. He's a, a great, great defensive player. He's a great, you know, glue guy that, that does not want the ball, but he's not that guy. We have too many glue guys. He's just like Hartenstein. He's just like DiVincenzo. He's just like Josh Hart has been glue guys. We need stars. We need stars. And that's our issue. Because in the playoffs, you know what wins? Stars. I'm sorry, not stars. Superstars. Jalen Brunson is a star. Jalen Brunson, let's, can, can we be honest? Jalen Brunson's not even an all-star yet. He's not, he, so we can't call him a, we can't sit and call him a superstar. He's, he's struggling to be in the top 10 in the all-star voting for a reason. He, he's struggling to be in the all-star in the, in the all-star voting because for a reason, he's not a superstar, man. Guys, let's, let's relax. And it's not knocking the other players, bro, but it's just saying that he's not a superstar. How is that a knock? Not everybody, there's a reason why there's superstars, and these superstars are 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 up here and, and at a certain level. There's a reason because they're at the upper echelon of players. Like if you look if you look at the Eastern Conference, right? The um second fan returns came out, I think today, right? Or yesterday. So let's, let's look what we have. Let's go to the East Guards, right? We have Tyrese Halliburton, better than Jalen Brunson. Trey Young, better than Jalen Brunson. Dame, better than Jalen Brunson. Donovan Mitchell, better than Jalen Brunson. Tyrese Maxey. I want to say levels. I, I think that they're levels. He's fifth in the voting. And Jalen Brunson is number six. The rest of the guards are Derek White, LaMelo Ball, Drew Holiday, DeMar DeRozan. Bro, I I, <laughs> I hate to break it to you, bro. We can't even talk about the West where you have the top five is, the top six is Luka, Ste- um, Steph, Shea, James Harden, Kyrie, Anthony Edwards. <laughs> bro. We even talk about Devin Booker, who's number nine in voting, and De'Aaron Fox, who's number eight. John Moran's number seven, but John Moran's out. So, so like, so, what do we? There's if if Jalen Brunson was in the West, he isn't. He's probably the tenth best guard. He's a tenth best guard in the West, and I'm pretty sure I could find some. I mean, and it's not the knock the guy, man. I appreciate what he's doing, but guys, we 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 cannot be fanatics. See, one of the things I try to be, good or bad, is be objective. Watch, see what's out there, and say, you know what? Here's what's going on. I'm not, I'm not seeing everything through Nick's pom-poms and Nick's, Nick's, Nick's colored glasses. I realize that we're, we, need a, we need a superstar. We need, we need, we need a, a chat. We need a – see, what I would do, what I would do um, – with the Knicks is that I we, we we have to realize that there are not going to be any superstars available, right? They're not going to be any any um any guys that are going to be uh franchise players available. Kawhi Kawhi is um Kawhi has been signed to an extension, um. 
so I I don't think I don't think that there is going to be any guy that we could sit here and say, yo, if we get this guy, if the Knicks get this guy, this guy is going to make us a, a brand new player. So here here are some of the players. I'm trying to think over the top of my head. Here are some of the players who are going to be available um, in the um, uh, February 8th trade, trade deadline, right? These are the players that are going to be available. I'm not going to give every single player, and it'll probably be a couple of um, shockers. But here, here are the names that we hear available here in in um, here for the for the, the trade deadline. Right, we have Pascal Siakam, Dejounte Murray, Zach Levine, Andre Wiggins, D'Angelo Russell. We have the um, maybe Tobias Harris, but he's an expiring contract, so I don't. I think he may be thrown into a trade. Um, I read somewhere that the, the entire um, the entire uh, Warriors team is available except for Steph. Uh, I'm trying to think, uh, Kyle Kuzma, but it's going to be for a King's ransom. Maybe Donovan Mitchell, depending on how the Cavs move. I'm trying to think that. Okay, so that that's pretty much the, the gist of it. So if if we're if we're the Knicks, if we're the New York Knicks, what should we do? I think, and I and I was on this player when he got traded the first time. The Knicks need to get the the, the, the Jante Murray, especially. If we're gonna have a back court, uh, a point guard, a six-one point guard of, of Jalen Brunson, if we're gonna have a, a small a small point guard, we need Dejounte Murray to to play the two. I would trade. I think the 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 Fournier contract is 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 something we 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 have to move that contract. We we cannot we cannot 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 listen to me, Leon Rose. Listen to me, um um James James Dolan. We cannot allow him to just sit out the last three years of his contract. We have to get something back for it. And so, therefore, we have to find a way to use that contract in a trade. Because we can't sit here and allow him to just basically rot away on the, on the on the bench, collect his $18 million for this year, and then walk away next year. That's stupid. So while he has a uh, an expiring contract, which is a vet, which is um attractive, we have to trade this guy. So I would tr- I would trade Fournier, I would trade Quentin Grimes for the De- Dejounte Murray, and I will also try to, and and I will do that. So we'll have um so so our five would be Brunson, Murray, Ianobi, um Randall. And Mitchell Robinson, and then because it makes no sense for us to get a rental, a rental player because rental players, uh, rental players are um, we're not, we're not a championship team. We're not a player away. And then what? If we don't get, if we don't get, um. Murray's a free agent, guys. In twenty twenty 
four. This is last year. Uh, huh. All right, so we ain't, we, we're not getting DeJounte Murray. Forget that. Forget that, guys. Scratch that whole idea of getting DeJounte Murray. You know why? You know who his agent is? Rich Paul. And it's and it's a well-known thing that Rich Paul does not mess with the Knicks. So, we're all, we all on to something again. <laughs> Back to square one. I didn't realize his, his agent was Rick Paul. And, and Rich Paul does not. Clutch Sports does not mess with the Knicks. So, we're... Let's scratch this entire trade. So it goes back to our next target, Zach Levine. <laughs> Zach, Zachary Levine. He is a superstar. He is box office. Like we need somebody that makes us want to watch. Makes makes us want to watch the games. Like we need somebody that makes us want to sit here and be like, "Yo, this guy may drop fifty this game." We need that kind of play. That's kind of what Gil Arenas was saying the other day. So let, let, let's look at Zach Levine. It's, it's, it's not that bad, bro. So Zach Levine this year is making $40, $40 million. <laughs> $40 million this year. He's 28. Next year, he's making $43 million at, at 29 years old. The following year, he's on, we're on the hook for $46 mil at, at, at his 30-year-old year. And then... In 26-27, he has a player option for $49 million. Yeah, I'm training for him, bro. Frick that, bro. I'm, I, Guys, okay, if not him, then who? Who, who else is going to be? Who, who else with his skill set, with his with his um, ability, his him being box office, being a decent-sized guard that's able to – oh, frick. He's also Rich Paul. Ah, never mind. Freaking it. Never mind. Let's start all over again. Fudge, bro. Fudge. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. We're done. Damn, I didn't realize Rich Paul was his agent as well. Nah, yo, somebody got to talk about Rich, Rich Paul. Rich Paul got a. He's a dang on uh, Monopoly, bro. Nah, man. This is not right. Dagnabbit. Dagnabbit. And all and all the bad things that he does, he still averages, what, 21 points a game? Last year, he averaged 25 points a game. The year before that, 24. The year before that, 28. 20, come, like, guys, I, I, I get the hate, but he's nice, bro. But means nothing because Rich Paul does not mess with the Knicks. So... We're at this point now where we're going to suck. We're going to be trash for all this time. We're going to be bad. We're not going to, unless unless homeboy apologizes, he's not going to apologize. I don't see a rich, I mean, again, it's talk, you know, how the NBA works, blah, blah, blah. But um, end of day, it, I, I, uh, 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 uh. we ain't looking good, guys. We ain't looking good at all. Unless, unless a player, I tell, you, I tell you, the guy we gotta look at is Jason Tatum. Tatum Tatum has a a contract next this year making thirty two point six next at the yeah, next year is making thirty four this year thirty two point six next year making thirty four after that a player option bro that's our only hope that is our only hope because if not then we're screwed. So all these people who are sitting here talking about the Knicks, guys, let's 
we're not a better team than we had than when we had RJ Barrett. I don't care. Like we we have to stop throwing stats because numbers lie. I'm not saying numbers lie. We can just use numbers to justify anything that we we want to we want to think. We 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 can use numbers to justify whatever we feel and make anything valid. But at the end of the day, numbers the numbers the numbers can are positive, but it's not giving the entire message. The numbers are yeah plus eighty five, great blah 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 five and zero, great blah blah blah. But ultimately, at the end of the day, we're not a better team. If you watch the team. On a better team, what what um Hartenstein is doing is not sustainable. We'll we'll make the playoffs. Oh, that's not been an issue. But are we going to progress? Are we going to advance in the playoffs? Are we going to be a threat to get to get past the second round, get to the Eastern Conference Finals? No, no, we're not that type of team because we have no no go through go to clutch player, bro. And Jalen Brunson is too small for him to be that guy. And now the fact that the two best guards that are available, DeJounte Murray and um, Zach Levine, they're, they're managed by Rich Paul. That means we're going to be trash forever. Until, we, until the Knicks and Rich Paul kiss and make up, we're going to be trash forever, guys. I think, I think the issue with Rich Paul, I think it, it, if, I, if, I, if I look back, I think it's it's an issue they had with um I think with Nerlens Noel, you know, that's why they're beefing. Um um they had an issue where I guess they were complaining or something with Nerlens Noel's contract when he was with the Knicks and also with the uh um with the uh Sixers and the reason why they're beefing I think it's something uh to do um I forgot why the feud occurs, man. And and, and the thing about it is that what what is he gonna do? What what is he gonna do? Um, but I think it's something with Nerlens Noel's contract because he had an issue back in the day where he didn't get paid or some or someone reneged. I forgot. Let me take a look it up. Nerlens contract. I think I forgot what it is. I don't wanna, I don't know. Something with Nerlens Noel. Something happened, nonetheless. Um, but that that caused a rift between the Knicks and Rich Paul. And since that's the since that's what's going on, and we're in trouble, bro. We're in trouble. Rich Paul owns all the great players. And I, I I did say own. I did, that wasn't a slip. He owns all all these great players in the um uh NBA. So we're 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 in trouble. De'Aaron Fox, you know what I mean? Tyrese Maxey, all these guys are part of are part of the Rich Paul client list. Just, is there anybody we've had before? No, 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 no. Yeah, we're in trouble. We're in trouble. We're in trouble because Rich Paul has a monopoly. So that goes to my plan C. Plan C is we just stockpile a lot of stars or potential stars and see how they go. So we should raid um we should raid the Warriors, get Moses Moody, get Jonathan Kaminga. I would not touch Andrew Wiggins with a ten foot pole. I, I was never I'm never an Andrew Wiggins fan. He is too 
inconsistent for me. And he makes too much money for a guy who's not consistent. He's he's never um, fulfilled the role of his of being a top pick, never a franchise guy, never a star. And I think him playing in New York, he'll just get eaten up. So I'm I'm sitting here. Um, I wouldn't touch Andrew Wiggins. I wouldn't touch Clay Thompson, but I would definitely try to get Kaminga and Moody. I put a flyer on them. I I would trade. I would trade again that same expiring contract if we can. I would, I, I, but I think the Warriors. The thing with the Warriors, the Warriors want to have a team that's competent now. <sighs> would I trade Randall for them? No, because I put them around Randall. But I'll try to find a package in which they they could satisfy what they need now. Maybe a three way trade where they're able to pick up. Zach Levine or someone along those lines through the picks and, and players that we have. Maybe dangle um, Fournier as part of that package and that they, they could flip him to Chicago or someone like that. Because I read I read that the, the Warriors are a dark horse for Zach Levine. I just don't think Zach Levine – see, the, the Warriors need a, a high IQ play, player. A per- person that's a, a little bit not too old because they have enough old guys on their team. But their issue is the way that their culture is, the way that their system is, is not conducive for young players. It's not conducive for the modern um, player in the NBA that's just ISO, that don't know how to play the game. Like These guys, Kaminga, Moody, they're good college players, but it takes about five, six years. And putting them in the right system for them to and, – and, and having a level of maturity – emotionally and in their game for them to be able to excel in a situation where, listen, you're going into the Warriors team and, a, and the, the the leader of that team is clear cut. That's Steph Curry. And you, you may not get shots every day. You have to play within a system. You have to make the right pass. You have to play defense. You have to run. And I think these are the things that are kind of challenging for these young players. As much as they try to um, integrate young players into their team, um, Wiseman, you know, guys like that, it's not going to work because of it's because it's of a culture. That's why Jordan Poole got punched in the face because they, that culture of, listen, I'm the man. I just d- dropped 30. I got a million Instagram followers. I was the man in college. You can't tell me nothing. Staff, I'm not passing to you. Who are you, Draymond, to, to be barking on me in practice? These young guys can't deal with that. They can't deal with a coach yelling at them. They can't. So just imagine if a fellow player was sitting here trying to check them. And that's the issue with the modern NBA. No one can talk to them. No one. So I think they have to find the right player who is, um, who is, who is at a place where he is able to. You know, they're a little bit older and mature, understand how the game is, but yet they're they're still able to contribute. You know, you know, would be a good candidate to go to 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 the Warriors, Paul George. If like you know, next year I know Paul George is a free agent, and I don't expect him to leave LA. Um, it's possible because they did extend Kawhi, but not Paul George. Um, but I, I think ultimately he's gonna want to stay in in LA, stay close to home, and bring a title to the Clippers. Uh, but 
that's the kind of player they need. Because right now they're they're wasting some of the prime years of, of Steph Curry's career. This type of thing with all these guys who are around him, a bunch of no-name guys that just don't have a lot of talent. Clay Thompson is inconsistent. Draymond Green is just not there and in, in, into the shenanigans. It's not gonna work, man. It's 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 not gonna it's not gonna cause them to succeed. So they, they really need to be able to find someone along those lines. Someone Maybe, I mean, maybe Julius Randle. Like, and, and the reason why I say in terms of maturity, yes, but in terms of his problem that he's he has a very low uh, basketball IQ. So a system like that will probably eat him alive. A system where he has to sit here and think. A system where he has to sit here and try to figure things out and actually, you know, play within a system where he just can't put his head down all day and just bully bully to the basket and, and be Zach Randolph. A system where he, he has to play within a system and he's not the man he's going to struggle in. I'll tell you, someone said this week, a guy off the, off the, I forgot the guy's name, off the uh, Wizards. He's like, yo, guarding, guarding Julius Randolph's not that tough because all you got to do is, is sit there and put your, he, he puts his head down and tries to bully himself to the basket. That type of low, and, and that's my issue with Julius Randle, because when you find a guy who's able to guard you, when you're not getting these calls, when they're calling fewer calls in the NBA, in the, in the NBA playoffs, he struggles. With, he, with all this little flopping and, fl- and failing, flailing all, all across, fl- flailing his arms in the air all across the, the, the freaking um, court doesn't work. He gets text. It gets into his mind that he stops making his shots, et cetera, et cetera. Once he gets to that part, he cannot he he cannot evolve. And this is why I call him trash. I don't care what the points say. You, you, you can bully yourself to 40 points against the Pistons. <laughs> that means nothing. But then in the crunch time, you know, when the crunch time when folks need a basket, can you produce a shot? You know, can you make the right play, make the right pass? So even a Julius Randle is is a tough guy. So it's honestly, I feel bad for I feel bad for Steph because Steph's in a time where you know what he's playing some great basketball. You know, last the last five games or so, he's averaging like fourteen points a game. But overall, he's having a great great year. But he could do but so much. He has no help. And um, I I, I wouldn't be surprised if Steph this right here, Steve Kerr's last year. So now they have to go through a whole new culture, a whole new system, and find a way to to um, to succeed. They may have to just kind of dummy down, dummy down the the offense. You know what I mean? It gets players pay. It, make, it makes players look good. If you play, so I saw I saw my guy Jordan Poole got all this money. We all knew Jordan Poole was trash. Everybody knew he was trash, but yet he was able to get paid. He was able to. To sit here and do this and do that because of the fact that he um, he was able to to uh, he was able to play within the system and look good and like oh man this guy he he you know many they probably thought he's gonna be the, be the um the the replacement to Steph similar skill set and he's been in the system now he acts stupid and it was gone so. Um, Again, I, th- I think, you know, the Knicks are in a tough spot. You know, 
right now Boston, as much as I don't trust them, like the cheat coat because they have two wings that, that could score, but they're still, again, low, low IQ players. And also the one thing that we have, we one thing that team that we can't forget to talk about is the um is the is 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 the Sixers, bro. The Sixers, bro. Sixers are playing well, and and, and y- y'all can send y'all apologies um to me um via TikTok or send your apologies to me via via um what's the John uh Twitter. Joel Embiid's the best player in the game, guys. He's he's the best player in the game. Can, can, can we cut the crap? Can we cut the crap about anybody else, bro? Guys, cut cut it out. The best player in the game is Joel Embiid. Period, bro. It, it, again, let, let's cut this, you know, well, well, what was this guy's name? Uh, Joe Kitch has had uh, 45 triple doubles in a row. Shut up, bro. No one cares. If you watch, if you watch the player, and you watch how things go on, that you see that he, that Joel Embiid is the only guy that you can drop into any system, and he's gonna do well. He's gonna do well. So Joel Embiid is the best player in the game, man. Tyrese Maxey is also playing well, so big ups to him. But end of day. He, oh man, the guy's playing at a crazy pace, even though my Knicks defeated him this past Friday. But he's still the best player in the game. So so right now, Knicks fans, you know, I, I, I wanted to provide some hope and some direction in what we can do. There's not much there's, there's not much we can do. There's not much we can do right now. There's not much that, that, that's going to be available because, A, there's very few players who are available, and, B, we're beefing with the 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 most powerful man in, in in the NBA. So because of the beef, we can't pursue the Jante Murray. We can't produce. We can't pursue a Zach Levine because he the the agent won't allow their player to come to New York. So what the heck are we gonna do, guys? So um, I don't know it it. In my mind, I had I had some hope. I had some this, but just thinking about this and this beef, and knowing how stubborn we are, I, it makes me realize that we're not going to have any type of um, we're not going to have any type of um, uh, resolution to this because our 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 leadership is not going to back down to anyone. So we're going to sit here and we're going to suck for a long time. Pause. I want to sit here and not be good for a long time. So what can we do? We got to accept it, appreciate it, and just continue to be frustrated. It's just, that's just the next way. Continue to be upset. Continue to be to, to be mad. Continue to just to accept things for how they are. Um, and and let's hope let's hope for the best. Let's hope for progress. Um, yep. So we right now we're 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 Man, it's, it's kind of messed me up, man. It kind of, it kind of depressed me. We're, we're five, fifth, fifth in the in the East. About to pass the Pacers. Halliburton's hurt for about a week, so we're gonna pass them. We're a game, about to be a game and a half behind the six, the Sixers, and for us taking it away. 
The Bucks are struggling. Like I, I mentioned last week in, in the podcast, the Bucks are struggling. They're not doing well at all. Um, and it's it's accept it's it's expected. It's 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 tricky because what I see what the what I see going on is that they're going through growing pains. They're going through what they're going through, but yet they they not they don't have the coach who's inexperienced. Dame is new to the team, so a lot of this stuff they're not used to to going through. So us as Knicks fans, our our hope and what we got to look on right now is some kind of you know some kind of of um for them to to crumble and and for things to start, start over and for Giannis to to pray for a trade. Right now our goal is for Giannis to to ask for a trade is for MB is not going to ask for a trade cuz not only do do the do the Sixers have about 47 million dollars in cap space next year um I believe that that all, that incl- um that all may, may not include Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris is an expi- expiring contract. So our 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 pursuit our, our pursuit right now needs to be LaMelo Ball. LaMelo Ball. Bad team may want to start over. He does not have to be the best guy on the team. A back backcourt of LaMelo and Jalen Brunson will work. And and the most important thing, it will get Tom Thibodeau fired because he can't play with him. So we need someone. We need someone. We need, we need a, a a bona fide star, Lamelo Ball. And honestly, if in a different circumstance, do you know who who, who is the best fit for New York right now, but does not fit the Knicks? Trey Young. Trey Young. We need we need that type of star power where we, we, we could say, "Yo, Trey, put us on your back to win this game." Lamelo, do your thing. Triple double, allow us to win this game. I don't want no no Mikael Bridges. Um, I don't I don't want. I really don't want Donovan Mitchell. And the reason why I don't want Donovan Mitchell is because a a back a backcourt of two guys who are six one is not going to succeed in the NBA. I'm sorry, we will get pummeled and punished. If if you say, hey, trade Jalen Brunson for Donovan Mitchell. What do you think, Knicks fans? Would, would you trade Jalen? Say, say the contracts were similar. I, got, I said last week, Jalen Brunson is the best value in the NBA. <sighs> trade Jalen Brunson for Donovan Mitchell. <sighs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I think Donovan Mitchell is a better player than, 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 than Jalen Brunson. I think Donovan Mitchell has a higher ceiling than Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson is at his ceiling. I think that, that, um, Mitch could do that, Donovan Mitchell could do a lot more, especially if he comes back home to New York. I figure he could drop fifty at any time. I don't think Jalen Brunson can do that. Jalen Brunson is a solid 20, 22 points a game guy. That's just like he may drop thirty. He dropped, I think he dropped fifty, I believe, against the Suns. So he's he's a he's a um solid. He's a solid player, bro. Solid, solid players, you know, and it's again, it's similar to, it's similar to um, the whole issue with uh, how you call it with with uh, what's that guy's name, my God, well, R.J. Barrett in them. It's the fact that they 
they are ours. They are our players. So it it, it kind of makes you want to like keep them around and you want to you appreciate that. But it's just knowing that you have somebody, that, someone that, that you can sit there and at any given time drop 70. Like to have that, it, it means a lot. And I think that, you know, yo, don't, you got to re- remember, you got to re- remember the, um, uh, the bubble when Donovan Mitchell, uh, was, was, uh, uh, going against, I think it was, it was, it was a jazz versus the, uh, Mavericks, right? When they, when they went back and forth in the bubble, uh, let me see, Donovan Mitchell bubble. Who, who, is, who did he play? He had he had a tremendous series in the twenty twenty bubble. Who did he play? Yeah, he averaged in the playoffs. He averaged thirty six, thirty six points. Denver. That's what it was. It was against Denver. It's against Denver. He he um, uh, yo, he had. He had a series and a half. First game, he dropped 57. Next game, 30. Next game, 20. After that was 51, 30, and 44. Bro, he averaged 36, 5, and 5. Jalen Brunson don't got that in him, bro. I don't know, man. Oh, man, I don't know. <laughs> don't. It sounds like I'm just being just difficult, bro. But I just, ugh. Uh, hey, John. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Yo, Knicks fans, please hit me up. What do you guys think? Would you trade Jalen Brunson for Donovan Mitchell? Uh, like all emotions aside, all feelings aside, because I like Jalen Brunson. I actually purchased a, not purchased my, my wife purchased for me a Jalen Brunson jersey, and that's the first Nick that I could sit here and wear a jersey of, and it, he he makes me proud. Like he's a homegrown, but he's six one, bro. He's six one. <sighs> don't, and I don't, I don't know, bro. Ugh. I don't know. Tell me what you think. I, I, I will get. I will trade Donovan Mitchell for, for him. I, I don't think Brunson has that dog, has that that killer, that assassin in him, the game that Mitchell has, that bubble version of him. I don't think Brunson can produce that. I'm sorry. I, I don't think he has it in him. I, look, look. You know, if we, if we're honest, he transformed Cleveland. What he's what he did in Cleveland last year, no one expected. So we have to, we kind of have to, kind of respect what he's doing. But man, I don't know, bro. It, the only reason why I don't want Donovan Mitchell, as much as Stephen A. cries for him every single episode he can, the only reason why I don't want Donovan Mitchell is because Donovan Mitchell is too small. He's too small. He's six two. He's six two, bro. This year averaging twenty seven five and six and six assists. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy, bro. But I don't think we could do a Donovan Mitchell, Jalen Brunson backcourt. But yeah, I'll trade. Yeah, between me and you, 
I would trade Jalen Brunson for Donovan Mitchell. I'll trade Jalen. I'll trade Jalen Brunson for Donovan, Donovan Mitchell. I'll bring in Dejounte Murray. I kidnap. I'll, I'll just offer Rich Paul and I give Rich Paul an offer he can't refuse. So I take Zach Levine or or <laughs> Dejounte Murray. I'm not. I ain't be signing. Oh, you trying to get like twenty five million dollars a year? He's not a twenty five M player. Sorry, not doing it. <sighs> Trade Mitchell Robinson. Get get some kind of backup centers that to take his spot to get rebounds. Yo, let's get Jericho Sims. Jericho Sims and 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 and, and Robinson the same guy. It's just that Tibbs being a being a donkey don't know how to coach young players. Yeah, get rid of get rid of Mitchell Robinson. Hurt too much. Cause, cause you see, you see, Mitchell is that superstar. Mitchell's that guy that we come to the garden and see, cause he could drop fifty five on any given night. And I'm afraid if we don't get Donovan Mitchell, the Heat will get him. The Heat will get him. So yo, yo, let's bring down, bring him back home, bro. Bring him back home. Freak that, bring, yo, Jalen, JB, peace, my guy. Let's let's bring Donovan Mitchell back home. To the Knicks, man. I want to see him in the Knicks jersey. Tell me what you guys think, man. Today was heavy Knicks. A little bit of Warriors. But today was just kind of like therapeutic and and trying to figure out how to improve this team. And we finally came at it. We have to, A, kidnap Rich Paul and give him an offer he cannot refuse. So we get one of those two guards. And secondly, we have to go and get we have to go get Donovan Mitchell, even if it requires us to trade Jalen Brunson. Like it, it sounds crazy to say, we can't real realistically think we could have a backcourt of Brunson and Mitchell. It's too small. Unless we trade, unless we trade, nah, it's still too small. We would have to wait to trade Randall so to to help out. I don't know, to help to help guard the wings, man. I I don't know what's going on, but nah, this ain't good enough. Ain't good enough. I'm sorry. My bad. Sorry. But uh tell me what you guys think. How can we fix the Knicks, man? What what is the next move? What is the next step? What what can we do realistically? I don't want to hear sign Steph and sign LeBron. That's not realistic. But what can we do as Knicks fans? Do y'all guys want Donovan Mitchell? Would you trade Mitchell for Jalen Brunson? Uh what do you guys think, man? Tell tell what you guys think. I want to hear some feedback and some ideas. But I thank you guys for listening. Uh, thank you, guys, for, for for your time and your attention. God bless you guys, man. You know, let's go, Knicks. Knicks tape. Peace.